This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. As a guy who learned the hard way how important proper nutrition is on your health and the great harm excess weight can have on your health, I urge you to get serious about your health with SimpleToLose.com. Diets don't work, and you're really only going to be successful losing weight when you learn how to eat differently. And that is why the free health coaches at Simple to Lose are so helpful. They teach you how to eat six meals a day and why it works. Many people on my team are working with Simple to Lose and their health coaches. As a team, we've lost over 850 pounds. Mary has lost over 85 pounds and wants to live a long life to keep her family strong. Brad's lost 40 pounds, finally feels like he did when he was in his 30s. Chris, whose father died young, due to obesity, has lost a 100 pounds and is off most of his medications. Change your life, get healthy, and thrive today. Go to simpletolose.com today, not tomorrow. Go today, simpletolose.com. Results do vary. Typical weight loss is 2 to 5 pounds per week for the first two weeks, then 1 to 2 pounds per week thereafter. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. So... About a year ago, we talked about a lady in Port St. Lucie, Florida, who let her son go to the park by herself. And someone called. The police came, arrested her. The charges have been dropped on that particular case for letting her son go to the park alone. Now, she says now, uh, I won't let him go anywhere alone. Uh, I'm scared to let him do anything alone. I won't let him go to the park for sure. Who won? Who won that battle? And now we have this story. Ten-year-old Rafi and six-year-old Devorah Metiv are allowed by their parents to walk around their Silver Spring neighborhood together but unaccompanied by an adult. And they're very proud of their independence. They understand that they need to hold hands when they cross the street to look both ways, they need to make sure the light is uh, with them. But during recent walks from two local playgrounds, one two blocks from home, the other a mile, separate callers alerted police and Child Protective Services. They came and they interviewed kids at school uh, without our permission or knowledge. And when they were talking to them, they are painting a picture of a world that is very scary. Danielle and Sasha Metiv now say their parenting style is under assault. Police and Child Protective Services have come to their home and questioned their children at their elementary school. They were asking my, my son, Rafi, what he would do if he was grabbed by a stranger. Um, he, they were telling him that, you know, there are creeps out, out there. They're just waiting to, to grab children if they're, if they're walking by themselves. CPS could not address this specific case, but did point to Maryland law, which defines child neglect as a failure to provide proper care and supervision of a child. This week, a CPS worker came to the Metives' home with a safety plan. When I said that I couldn't sign any legal paperwork before our attorney looked at it, she said, if you don't sign, 
We will take your kids right away. And she called the police. <laughs> so a 10-year-old and the 6-year-old. The 10-year-old boy and the 6-year-old daughter. Yes? Yeah, yeah. Would you let your kids do that? I mean, they make it sound like a mile away. When I pulled out of my house today, up through through my neighborhood and through a side road out to the main drag highway that takes you, hooks you up with all the other highways, is a little over a mile. Um, I don't know. I think I, you know, it's it's possible. I, I sent a a fourteen year old and a ten year old able to walk up to the store across the corner from there. Um, the whole thing of CPS being called drives me insane. So someone sees the kids walking on the street. They call. The police show up. I get that. I might even get if the police saw the kids walking and the officer Pulled up, rolled down his window. Hey, how you kids doing? Where do you live at? Oh, what are you doing? Just coming back from the park. Everything okay? Yes, sir. Okay. Have a nice day. So the police then take the kids home. Go down an entire list of how bad things are. Why are you letting your kids walk? Alone, just as they did in Port St. Lucie, by the way. That officer, you know, there's sexual offenders in the neighborhood, and you know it's so bad out there in the world. Is it? Is it so bad out there? On top of which, um, aren't you, Mr. Police Officer, supposed to be the one kind of, I don't know, watching out, keeping the peace, protect and serve, that kind of thing? Now, um, uh, this whole thing about uh, leaving the children unsupervised and then saying, "Oh, we're just going to we're going to take the kids if you don't do exactly what we say and sign the paper right now." That's got to stop. Those departments are out of control. Out of control. And then they showed up uh, at the school. Uh, no. Uh, no. Of course, the police on Wednesday did not immediately have information on the case, uh, but a spokesperson said that uh, when uh, concerns are reported, we have a responsibility as part of our duty to check on people's welfare. Yes. Yes, you do. Hi, kids. How you doing? Everything okay? Where are you going? Where are you coming from? Where you live? Oh, okay, no problem. Talk to you later. Have a good day. You too, Mr. Police Officer, who we now like and respect, instead of being scared of because when you come up, I have to go home and my folks get arrested. Usually, I love this, so it must have, there must be some sort of issue in that neighborhood, which we need to address too, because I love the whole thing of usually, their mother said, the children carry a laminated card. It's got to be their ID With apparent contact information, which is cool. I love that. It's a great idea. And it says, I am not lost. I am a free-range kid. Do we start calling them free-range? I mean, really, are we animals? The free-range thing? (laughs) Mom said parenthood is an exercise in risk management. 
every day. We decide we're going to let our kids play football. We're going to let them do a sleepover. We're going to let them climb a tree. Just pay attention to the risks that are dangerous and likely to happen. I heard um, a couple of people here locally uh, comment on this particular story. And they were very, um, very animated as to, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you would let your kids walk home from a park and go to a park by themselves there especially in today's world when people are texting and driving and going crazy really really i mean the numbers and i've got some numbers here uh, don't really reflect that Montgomery County Child Protective Services says, uh, you know, we are just typically focused on questions whether there's been failure to provide proper care and supervision. Okay. Now, let's put aside CPS, the complete agonization I have with CPS. You can use that word if you want. Agonization is my word. Let's put that aside for just a second. Okay, so... Let's say in Maryland, which is a great state, by the way. (laughs) Um, Let's put that aside and say, okay, well, then uh, the police investigated, picked up the kids. They had to do it. And so, I mean, everybody's just doing their job. It's just business. We had to pick up the kids. We couldn't just say hello to them and let them walk home. Because we have to investigate because the police took them home. We're just doing our jobs. Okay. So you go there and you say, and they say, yes, um, we knew our kids went to the park and we're, we let them walk there. And really, uh, let's take a look at what's going on here. Nothing bad happened. And we knew they were there and they were fine and they were on their way home. Um, thank you. Have a nice day. Get off my porch. Now, CPS says they look for guidance to the state law about leaving children unattended. Children younger than eight must be left with a reliable person who is at least 13 years old. Now, according to this story, the law covers dwellings and enclosures and vehicles. Yeah, they, you know, we don't want to leave kids in cars. I got it. It's so bad. It's so bad to leave kids alone. Now, I do tend to agree with some of what uh, Petula Dvorak, a columnist, uh, wrote in the Washington Post. Her first line, good thing I don't live in Montgomery County. The cops apparently would be at my door. Uh, Yeah, they'd probably be at mine, too. Now, she said, when you take each piece of the story, a concerned citizen seeing two little kids along the hustle and bustle of Silver Spring. Now, if you look at the video, I'm going to post the video on my Twitter, uh, at JeffyMRA, and I'll post it on my Facebook page as well, Jeffrey Fisher. Um, Their neighborhood isn't this uh, suburb neighborhood. It's a it's a neighborhood. It's like I, I looked at it and I was like, well, it looks like the neighborhood I grew up in. I mean, it's a neighborhood, blocks and houses, and it's not. Oh, okay. Police receiving the report and taking it seriously. Of course, I I totally agree with that. the The issue is someone actually reporting it, but that's something else. Uh, the laws. Demand a child protective service investigation whenever there's a report of neglect. Neglect? Report of neglect? Letting your kids walk from the park by themselves is neglect? 
in this article. It's a different world today, you say. Yes. Yes, it is. Since 1993, the number of children younger than 14 who are murdered is down by 36%. Among children ages 14 to 17, murders are down 60%. Fewer than 1% of missing children are abducted by strangers or even slight acquaintances. This, according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Ha! Ha! This is unbelievable. Now, do I think, do I think that we should let our kids run crazy? No, I don't think so. No, absolutely not. Do I think that we should give them some kind of, uh, I don't know, independence? You betcha. You bestest. Should we be raising kids that know how to be independent? (laughs) Yes. And even even Petula said in her article, uh, when do we think this independent child is going to emerge? Just come out like a genie in a bottle? Uh, no, it's a, it's a it's a it's a process. It's a process. Yes, you can go out and get the mail. Yes, you can go bring the trash cans in. Yes, the wrong letter came to our mailbox. It goes to Mrs. Johnson's house, three houses down. You can take it down there to her. Uh, yes, you can go around the corner and play with your friends. Uh, Yes, you can walk a quarter mile up to the school play yard and play and walk back. And speaking of school play yards, in Texas, in Texas, if I, when we first moved here, we thought, okay, well, maybe we will try the Texas schools before we decided to homeschool. One of the, and this is a a couple of reasons why we didn't uh, actually, and homeschool was just like, you know what, we're just going to homeschool, is that the school that was closest to our neighborhood that our kids would go to was just under a mile, just under a mile away from where we lived. So there was no bus. There was no bus. Your your kid had to walk. You had to provide that. Let me, I shouldn't, your kid didn't have to walk. You had to provide transportation to the school. So would I have gotten trouble if I said, uh, walk, Go ahead and walk to school. Uh, very possible. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Show. Welcome to it. How are you? This is the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. Michael Pelka and his broadcast, Piero Pelka, immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Then, you know, you got the Glenn Beck weekend, give you a little recap of what happened on the show this past week. Then Chris Salcedo live, Mike Slater live, Joe Pags live, all Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, that's right. 
on behalf of the Blaze Radio Network, I'd like to say you're welcome. I think uh, I think I've had enough of uh, of the government telling us what to do. I think I'd like to know. I really would. I'd like to know why. You know, it's been coming on and on and on. And we talk about it all the time on the big show with the big guy. Um, we talk about it all the time. It was, it was a slow process, and pretty soon we turn around, and here we are. It's a. It was always just well. It's just a little bit. It's for the kids. It's for their safety. It's for the kids for their safety. You know, I seriously, I remember police officers and. <laughs> <laughs> you could write your own jokes. But I remember police officers stopping and saying, hey, everything okay? Yeah. You guys, what are you doing? Get out of here. What are you doing? Go home. And I, Where do you live at? Well, go home. Okay, great. Yes, sir. And, and you did it. Now, perhaps there are some people who don't, like to have interactions with the police. Seriously, I really don't mind it if the police officers are, you know, doing their doing their job. They're showing that they care. I got it. I know there's a number of them out there that are less than nice. Those are kind of the ones I have a problem with. But I, you know, they were they were always there. You just have to know how to deal. It just drives me crazy that we have the government telling us what to do, and, and I can't. First of all. I don't care if you want to let your kids walk a mile to the park or not walk a mile to the park. I don't care. I don't care if you think that, hey, my kids are not safe unless I drive them to the park, unless I'm with them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't care. I don't care if you think they're safer strapped in a vehicle moving 70 miles an hour on the interstate going to a park than they are walking along the sidewalk a mile from your house to go to a park. I don't don't care. I don't want the government telling me what to do. I don't want an an officer of the court telling me that I have to comply with them or my children will be taken away. Uh, No. Uh, No. And you are not going to come into the schools and uh, interview. Uh, No, that's not going to happen. And, you know, when we had, uh, when, when we first moved to Texas, uh, one of the things in, in that same school that was just under a mile away, so we had to provide uh, transportation if you wanted your kids to. And that that's kind of a racket. I got to thinking about it. It's kind of a racket because they say, well, you have to provide uh, transportation for your kids. Uh, here's the numbers for the bus services that pick up your children and take them to the school. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I got it. No, they don't expect me to have my kids walk, although they would have. When we talk to them about the testing, and this is, you know, here in Texas, when we talk to them about the testing, uh, you know, we're going to, when you do those testings, we're going to opt out. So what are, what are your contingency plans for the kids who opt out? And I swear to you, the principal looked dumbfounded. I knew then. My children were not going to that school. They couldn't imagine, couldn't imagine not taking that test. They, they were, um, uh, you have to provide something 
for them to do in another classroom. They could not. Well, it's uh, if they're absent, they can be absent, but it counts against their uh, attendance record. Okay, so if they come, what do they do? Um, well, we really haven't had that issue before because everybody wants to take the test. Hopefully, thanks to me, that principle now has plans, or at least has an answer other than, uh, uh, they could not come that day. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. It is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Still a little, still a little nippy here in the uh, Dallas uh, Fort Worth Metroplex today, but you know it's supposed to get up into the 60s today, so I'm supposed to be happy, and it's in the 40s now. And then I look at the Weather Channel. <laughs> I look at the Weather Channel. Current wind chills across the northeast. Eight, ten, minus three, minus three, seven, seven, seven in New York. So, 47 doesn't sound so bad, does it? No. No, it doesn't. It's not 70. It's not Florida. But it doesn't sound so bad. It's all relative. 888. 900-3393 is the phone number. Okay, so we've got so much. So I've got so much for these two hours. I need another like another two or three hours. Seriously, just two hours doesn't seem enough, but we're just going to plow through it as we can. The Unity March in Paris. It was, it was unbelievable to see, and yet we did not participate. Now, of course... We have said that, oh, that was a mistake. Uh, you know, it was an oversight. It was a mistake. We probably should have been there, but we just didn't, you know, we didn't feel and security. We didn't feel it was thing. And Kerry was in India. And Barack had football to watch. And Joe Biden had, you know, a few joints to smoke back at the house with the wife. And we just, you know, we didn't see it. Plus, think how... Unfeeling. Uh, Attorney General Eric Holder has to be. He's in Paris. He's in Paris. He has meetings with high-ranking officials who are going to be part of the Unity March. That very day. Hours, if not minutes, before they're done talking to him. And instead of canceling TV shots back to the U.S. Got a couple of TV interviews to do where he won't, you know, say that it's uh, terrorism. 
Muslim extremists. That's is very important to say. These are just uh, these people are not uh, don't represent the Muslim faith. Yeah, okay, I got it. They don't represent the Muslim faith, and yet when we put them in jail, we give them the Quran and the prayer rug. But hey, that's another story. Um, think how unfeeling he has to be not to feel that, not to say, "Hey, my pal Barack and Joe Biden are back in the states." John Kerry is in India. I'm here. I'm here. The only other person here uh, is the ambassador. So why not participate in this unity walk with the other countries as a representative of the United States of America? No. Can't do it. Can't do it. He has to go do a couple of TV shots. And he doesn't really feel it anyway. He doesn't. I'd be surprised if he even felt it at all. The urgency of being a part, this urgency, this this thing that says, you know, we need to be a part of this. No way does he feel that. Fast forward. John Kerry was in India. And he says, you know, hey, they're still our friends. They got it. We called. They, we've got them support. We know. They know. They know. They know. We love them. And they're our oldest ally. And they truly are our oldest ally. And they know. It's all good. So John, you coming home after India? Well, no. You know what? I've rescheduled my plan. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to France because I want to see Paris. I want to see Paris. I want to see the leaders. And you know, we need to talk and work it out. <laughs> you know, probably should have been here for that thing. I know they know and everything. We probably should have been here for that March thing. So, what I've done is I've kind of rearranged my schedule to to go to France and kind of tell them, hey, in person, sorry. You know, we probably should have been here. And what better way? What better way to show that you are sorry than to bring James Taylor with you and have him sing one of the classic James Taylor songs? I'm going to post this video on my Facebook and my Twitter account. I'm going to play it for you now. It is... Well, you be the judge. Now, John Kerry is on stage. The little smarty little smile on his face. They can't... They can't get it right. James Taylor's kind of tall, so he's sitting on the stool and he's hunched over for the microphone. He can't quite get there. So then he sent over this... Lady to hold a handheld mic in front of him so he could sing. <laughs> and trouble, and you need some love and care. Oh, and nothing, oh, nothing is going right. Oh my gosh, this does this say Just we're sorry? Your eyes and think of me. Yes, and soon I will be there To brighten even your darkest night You just call out my name And you know wherever I am I'll come running 
see you again. Oh, see, right now I'm thinking, oh, America is my friend. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. They weren't here for the Unity March, oh, but oh my gosh, this is so much better. And I will be there, yes, I'll be there. I mean, we won't really be there because we'll be busy watching NFL, but you can pretend that we'll be there by listening to this song. Now I ain't oh yeah, he changed some, put some French words in to be nice to, to try to show off that he knows so French and. They'll hurt you, yes, and desert you. Yeah, yeah, like kind of like they'll we did. They'll take your soul if you let them. Uh, they've already got, they've already got a lot of souls Don't coming out of Washington. Oh, it's too late, James. It's too late. Just call out my name. You know wherever I am. Oh no, no, that's not true though. But they I, I you know they believe it. You know you know they do. Oh oh I don't know if I could take the whole thing. John Kerry is standing there with this with his goofball face on it. Was, hey, what's with the long face? And uh, he really honestly believes this is like the, this great thing that he's done. Let's bring in James Taylor. He calls him back on stage. He goes and gets his buddy, his friend. They remember, you know, being out on Martha's Vineyard on the sailboat, smoking dope, drinking back in the day. Remember John? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we remember. Look at that. Brings him back up on stage. Bring it. Come here, James. Come here. Yeah, come here. Nothing says we're sorry. We should have been there. Then a song that says, look, you've got a friend. You know we'll be there for you. All you got to do is call. Except nothing could be further from the truth. But don't worry about it because we got a song. That's weird. An embarrassment. An embarrassment. I can't even take it in Europe. I love the, the BBC is even mocking them. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess if you're you know France, you got to say thank you and we appreciate it. We know your love. We love you very much. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And then go close the door and go. Whew, man, that was pathetic. I mean. <laughs> We truly are. We truly are an embarrassment. And I know we'll play some clips next week. I know Barack had his big, some of his talk yesterday. He's got the State of the Union coming up on Tuesday. Who isn't excited about that? Huh? Maybe we could get James Taylor to play a song as he walks in and as the king walks in and glad hands everyone. Or, you know, right in the middle, Barack could just throw it to him. Hey! I know we've got a little, a little budget talk. Before I get that, I'd like to bring James Taylor up here. Sing a little song for you. James, come on up. Come on up. Ugh. Agonizing. It truly is embarrassing. Now, what else could be embarrassing? Pinellas County. Pinellas County, Florida. My whole, my whole, I still, I still, Pinellas. I love Pinellas County. I lived in Pinellas County. I'm a Pinellas County. I love Florida. I truly do love Florida. I miss Florida. But. Can't be in Florida. Why not be in Texas, right? So the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office 
Puts a new rug in their entranceway. Beautiful rug. Looks nice. It's gorgeous. Pinellas County. It says Sheriff. Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. Got the big star. Got the rug. Looks beautiful. It's a big walkway in the middle. It's got their badge, you know, with the Florida, the state of Florida, the tree and the water and the sun. It's all beautiful. And underneath the bottom, it says, In God We Trust. And it looks really. Oh, wait. No. No, it doesn't it doesn't say in God we trust. What what the heck does that say? Well, let's look. It's just right there in the entranceway of the building. It says in dog we trust. In dog we trust. Now, if you want to know how much these beautiful rugs probably I mean probably very expensive to make. It was there for a couple of months before somebody said, you know, that really is, that's supposed to be God? This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. It is 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You got Michael Pelka coming up right after this broadcast on the Blazer Radio Network with Pure Opelka. I believe he's standing by. He's I don't know what his gift is going to be. You know what he's giving away today. You never know. Could be the, you know, could be the Michael Pelka soul inserts. So every day when you put your feet in your shoes, you see the face of Michael Pelka. What a prize that would be. So not only do we have the government coming to your house if you let your kids walk to the park, we also have the government. Uh, this is Northeast again. You know, in Canada, we've got the girl, the 17-year-old girl that doesn't want to get the chemo for her treatments, and they are forcing her to do it. I really have some kind of problem with that. Uh, Mark in Maryland. Mark in Maryland. You are on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Uh, does, does that mean that because uh, my mom and dad used to make me walk four miles one direction to go to one store and walk three miles to the other direction to go to another store, that uh, that I could have them picked up by Child Protective Services? Yes. That's absolutely what that means. You're in Maryland. Are you? Did you live out in the uh, out in the outskirts, or were you actually in? I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot of outskirts in Maryland. But um, did you did you have uh, you know some sort of a rural area that you lived in? Well, later uh, I did, but uh, earlier though we lived in PG County, just outside of uh, Upper Marlboro area. So uh, yeah, I love yeah, PG but County. But they would have a little hard time though with. Uh, you know, writing them up and taking them to jail because I'd have to have them exhumed. <laughs> well, yes, now. Yeah. But then was, yeah. uh, you know, did anyone ever stop you and say, hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? No, never. That's unbelievable. Never. Uh, That's... Well, back then also, you know, you know, you know, if you, if you were old enough, you could carry something with you if you needed to, but... Uh, 
Oh That's boy. In another direction. Oh but boy. I think I just figured oh. out why Holder wasn't allowed to go to the uh, the march. Uh, they can't allow him to go unaccompanied. Uh, you know, he'd have to have an adult to supervise him. <laughs> That's very possible. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Right. You know that. You know, look. Um, Eric is the attorney general, and he's you know he's on his way out, right? He's the lame duck attorney general. I thought he was already gone, yet he's still hanging around. Who knows? Did he just say goodbye and he say I'm going to quit? And then they're just going to leave him in office. So I mean, that would not surprise me with this administration. Just tell him you're quitting, Eric. Don't worry about it. Just tell him you're quitting, and you're going to stay in office. We're never going to find anybody to replace you. You're just going to be there. Just tell him you're going to quit, but you're not going anywhere until we find a replacement, a suitable replacement. Just tell him that, and then that way we can say, hey. He has already quit. We're just looking for the suitable replacement. That wouldn't surprise me with this administration, which gives him even more power because he's just sitting there. He's he's out. He's out, and yet he's in. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what they're doing, too. Oh, my gosh. Do I dislike these people so much? So much more to get to. We've got a quick Ebola update for you coming up next hour. I got. We got to talk about the award shows too. Oh my gosh, we got award show stuff to talk about. We've got. Uh, I mean, I, I, I can't tell you all we've got to talk about. Just stay right where you're at. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. How are you? Good. Glad to hear it. All right. So, flu shot. Not the exact strain shot. It's not the same. The strain is a little different uh, than uh, what the flu shot is for, but hey, guess what? Take it anyway. Just, you got you know, 33% chance. Don't worry about it. Just take the flu shot and shut up, sir. Okay? We're the government. We know what we're doing. I give them a little bit of break on the flu shot. I think they have to decide uh, at least a year. It might even be longer than that. It might be two years ahead uh, what the strain is going to be. So they've got to, uh, you know, thirty. They've got to think that far ahead of what the strain is going to be, where the little strains are around the world. I mean, it's. I give them a little bit of break on that. They've done a pretty good job over the years. This year, they missed uh, missed the ball a little bit. Couldn't have been the head guy at the CDC, could it? No, he is great. Remember when all the when Ebola was in the news, how good he was? Yeah, yeah, I do. We were told by now that we would have tens of thousands uh, would be infected in the U.S. with Ebola. Uh, it was everywhere. We have uh, 
stores closing down because people with Ebola visited that store. People don't want to shop there. You know the apartment uh, building is not, no one's going to live where Ebola people live. You might as well shut it down, make it a storage room, do whatever. I don't even know if the workers would want to go in there. But don't plan on renting it. That is, I mean, make it a tour or something. Make it a tour stop so people got to pay to see it. Hey, that's the Ebola apartment. So let's go to the experts. Uh, Jacob Joseph from EbolaOutbreakMap.com for the facts. Jacob, so are oh, we at yeah. the are we at those big numbers yet? Tens of thousands here in the U.S. Ebola breakouts. Not, not in the, no, not in the U.S. We haven't reached that yet. No. Uh, all right. So I wanted I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, it's been out of the news somewhat uh, with Ebola. I mean, we don't we don't hear about it much. We don't see don't see the reports on it. Uh, on your site, uh, EbolaOutbreakMap.com, you have uh, uh, little balloons where Ebola is. And how are we doing? What's going on? What are the big stories on Ebola right now? Well, we haven't had any stories since uh, your listeners are familiar with the soldier that came back from uh, Africa. He died uh, in, out in his apartment complex. We were all concerned about that, and they did a test on him, and it came back negative. So That's great. Uh, that was good news. And that was in that was in Colleen, Texas, just this 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 week. I uh, believe that was this Wednesday. Um, okay, that, that was in the news. I'm sure you you heard. You yes, I, that. I I follow you on Twitter. I know the stories. Thank you. Uh, but I was uh, just that, wondering, where, where are we at worldwide? Then what's going on? I mean, if we're if we're not well, doing it in the U.S., what's happening? We got one in England. She just she had a exposure to uh, Ebola. She is an Ebola nurse in England, um, and there was a breach in protocol, and we put that story on there. She's getting flown back to uh, London, is England, and she was in Sierra Leone. She's from Australia, and Australia has an agreement uh, signed with England that they can bring the people over there for Ebola treatment. So she's over there being tested. Uh, okay. Apparently, there was a Breach in protocol. We're not, they're not telling us what the breach was. Maybe she got stuck with the Ebola needle. We don't know. We have no idea. Uh, right. She's over there in England right now, and they're being monitoring. Uh, that's in England. And there's two other places. Uh, over Christmas, uh, there was a Canadian a nurse that came back from Sierra Leone. That's probably past the 21 days because Christmas has been passed. It's now the 17th, but that wasn't talked about much in the news. So I wanted to mention that. That was that was in Toronto, Canada. So, right. Um, that wasn't talked about at all. And the other one is in Sweden. She was uh, being monitored for 21 days. Um, she came back from Sierra Leone, and that was in Sweden. And that's really not in the news as well. So, so really right now what we're finding is that... Uh, uh, the Ebola is still spreading to a small amount of people from Africa, uh, not originating in other countries. Correct? Right. It's correct. That's correct. It's originating in, in Africa. And it's usually a person that's treating a patient, and they're going back to either, seems to be England, U.S., or, or right. European countries. We're, yeah. yeah, we're, we're treating it right, which right. we're, we're going to end up doing forever unless it gets out of hand all right so what's uh is that it i mean we're, i'm looking good i'm happy i'm happy i yeah. mean it kind of still sucks for ebola outbreak map.com but i'm happy that uh you know ebola has uh we've put a check on it 
Yeah, it's doing good so far. And we're happy about that. Um, only thing we had, we had this. Only thing that was concerning to us is we picked up a news story. We picked several up on Twitter, and the one that we picked up on Twitter was um, it was talking about the um, ISIS, and uh, ISIS has c- contracted Ebola in Iraq, and they were we don't know what they're are they experimenting with the Ebola virus. Or they, there was a story. Maybe they were coming from Africa to join up the fight uh, in Iraq against the right. Kurds. That, and they happened to have somebody there with Ebola. We, we're not sure if it's either that or they, are they experiment with Ebola. That's that's right. pretty much no about that at all. That's concerned to us because if they're going to use Ebola as a virus to um, infect America, because there is a story we posted on our site about that. That um, yes. ISIS is planning to kill Western civilians with the Ebola virus, and that's from uh, that was a story out of uh, I believe that was a, a Spanish um, Spanish Interior Minister. He had a statement about ISIS is trying to use Ebola to kill Western civilians. ISIS, uh, according to Mr. Martinez, he is Correct. the Spanish Interior Minister. We have that story on there. Yeah. Um, he is trying to do that. That's what. I guess our biggest concern is it's just using using that uh, because that's that's a developing well, story. Yeah, I mean know. we we had talked about that uh, in the very beginning of the in the uh, war on terror and also with the Islamic extremists. Um, okay, great, thank you, Jacob. I appreciate it very much. One last story uh, Ebo- for you. One yes, story for you. Couldn't confirm it all. It's coming from the fourthestate.co, and the only place we had we picked the story was on Twitter. Because the news, as you know, the news media isn't covering Ebola anymore. But the only story we had, and I couldn't verify it, it was on Twitter. Somebody tweeted that the uh, fire department in New York City was treating five Ebola patients in New York City, and they weren't telling us what information. But the only source we had on that was the Fourth Estate, and we posted that on the site, and we weren't able to confirm it. So if anybody knows any more information about that, that would be a good thing to know because that's kind of scary. If that is true, five new Ebola patients and not telling us about where it's at. So that would be good if we can confirm that, but that's the only statement that we have on that, and that's posted on our site. Okay, super. Uh, um, EbolaOutbreakMap.com, Twitter yeah, Ebola at EbolaOutbreakMap.com. Thank you again for having us on your show, and the next time there is a case, um, I'm sure there probably will be because the soldiers keep on coming back from uh, Sierra Leone building hospitals, they're still under Ebola monitoring in Washington State. And the whole was about 150 of them came back to building a hospital, and I'm not sure what all they did. That's kind of like crushed right. up. That's in Washington State. So I'll have to see either Washington State or Texas if something pops up again. And if that does happen, I'll be happy to be back on your show and talk about it again. But the website Fantastic. is EbolaOut.com, and we appreciate uh, and enjoy your show. And we tweeted all our followers. We got a lot more people listening to your show today, hopefully. So get a good following for you. We enjoy your show. So. Fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jacob. EbolaOutbreakMap.com. Now, we did. We uh, we knew about uh, ISIS doing that. It's, uh, there's no way that they could get in through our southern border. Wait. Been to the emergency room lately? Okay. You go to the hospital? And that you you barely get in the door if they let you in the door unless you sign the screening questions. Still today, have you in the last thirty days traveled to any of the areas in West Africa below Guinea, Liberia, Nigeria, Sierra Leone, Senegal, Democratic Republic of Congo? Yes or no. 
Now, the what I what I find strange about this is that if you actually wanted to go into the emergency room, would you say yes? Have you had potential contact with a person with known or suspected Ebola virus disease? Yes or no? It doesn't say known. They probably wouldn't think it was funny. No. What they should do, they give you this, sit you down, and make you listen to this. Keep away from eyes that bleed. Don't lick vomit off the street. And I know you don't want to die. So slowly back away from that infected guy. Stay in Ebola free. Stay in Ebola free. Don't eat that raw meat and see. We'll all be Ebola free. Keep away from those sweaty sheets. Keep away from discharge that secretes and If you want to call me your fear Put down that glass of diarrhea Stay in Ebola free Stay in Ebola free Don't touch others' poop and pee And we'll be Ebola free Wash your hands and you will see We can be Ebola free Here we go! This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Sure. Okay, so <laughs> we got. I got so many stories, and in the break, I'm starting to talk. I was reminded that I've got this stupid clip from QVC with uh, what's his face? I don't even have the stupid thing up in front of me. Hold on, I got to find his stupid name. He's on Project Runway. Okay, he he does. He's one of the judges on Project Runway. And it's Isaac, what's his name? Stupid, slightly awkward. Uh, Isaac, right? His name is uh, Dingleberry. I can't even think of a stupid name now. Isaac. Anyway, anyway, I'll I'll tell you the story. He's on QVC. And they're hawking some of his wares, some of his shirts for ladies and stuff. And I guess they're okay. Whatever. QVC, you sell them and they sell out. But he and the lady, the host, she mentioned something about the moon. And uh, Miserai, Isaac Miserai, uh, he uh, decides that the moon is a planet. And they had kind of a fight about it. It's outstanding. It's, it's outstanding. It's so crazy. And, and uh, oh, my gosh, just listen to the bit. Then I'll, I'll tell you some. I've got some Project Runway stories for you. 
got, got. It's gorgeous. Then look at this one. This is what we call gorgeous. emerald, it's but really more like a sea foam. I love that a, color. That's, that's his word, amazing. Happy, beautiful, rich It experience. almost kind of looks like what the Earth looks like when you're a bazillion miles away from the planet yes. Moon. Yes, yes, I just squinted moon. at it. From and you're the right. Moon, looking back from at the planet, planet Moon. From the planet Isn't the Moon, moon a star? The, no, the Moon is a planet, darling. Sun, the Sun is a star. Is well, the moon so really sure a planet? Too. The moon is a planet. Don't honey. look at me like that. It's the sun a, is a star. A is the sun not a star? I don't know what the sun is. The sun is, is a star. Isn't it? The sun is. The sun is a star. The moon is not the a planet. Moon is I knew a it. Planet. I knew it. Excuse you were trying me? to take me no. down that road. Oh, wait, the moon I, is not excuse a planet. Me. Chunky, if you're listening to this me, you have to Google the moon. Someone, I can't see someone's Googling right now. I knew it was not a planet. I can't even stand it. The moon is not a planet. What else is it if it's not a planet? It is not. I believe it's a star or something. It's it is a not a moon. It's a moon. Didn't you do that thing in grade school where you had to name the planets and there was Uranus and there was Saturn and the one with the rings and the and then the Earth and with the moon is never in there. Dude, it's not a planet. All right, here, look, this is key lime. I don't know. I, I don't know like what it is. Is it baseball? I'm exposed during the cheese? show. Come on, it's a planet. That this pond of mine could be real. Okay. Um, the moon is what? A, a natural satellite. The moon is a natural satellite. But things satellite. live on it. That, that means mean? it's a planet. I don't know. Is that know. what Google said? I don't know what no, it No, I don't like that at all. I don't even know what that means. I do. I use Google all the time. I feel bad. I feel bad for Yahoo because they're really good too. <laughs> that, my friends, is what you're missing on QVC. That is fantastic broadcasting right there. Isaac, it's a planet, darling. <laughs> Junkie, if you're listening, Google. That is fantastic. And you have Uranus and a Venus and da da that's outstanding. What a, I mean, that's outstanding. That's, that's almost more on trivia worthy right there. And it's just a bit from QVC. Unbelievable. Isaac Mizra and the QVC host, whatever her stupid name is, Killinger. Killinger. I don't want to, I don't want to call her name. Stupid. Host is Sean Killinger. She does a great job on QVC. And Isaac Mizra, I love your designs. You've been you've been great on Project Runway. I know you did the Project Runway All Stars last season. You know it's fantastic. I'm forced to watch, although I like Project Runway. This is what we were laughing about off the air because I started talking about Project Runway and Isaac, and I love Project Runway. However, uh, Project Runway All Stars with Alyssa Milano. Well, you know I like Alyssa, but they filmed the Project Runway All Stars. When she was pregnant, whew, Alyssa, you should have waited, baby. I love you and everything, but wow. And so, you know, first of all, when you're pregnant, you don't feel good about yourself anyway, right? I mean, most women most women don't. They, Yeah, I mean, they say they do. I got it. They say they do. I'm pregnant, and I was, I'm proud of it, and I love it, and that's all of me, baby. Uh-huh. Until they walk through the door and close the door. Okay? Then the real pregnant lady comes out. However, let me say this, you can look beautiful. I mean, as being pregnant is beautiful. When, when you see a pregnant woman, she's beautiful. But when you see a pregnant woman on television being dressed by some god-awful designer clothes because she's pregnant, they are trying to do some kind of thing and this and that, and instead of just letting her be this beautiful pregnant woman they've got a designer da, 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 da. Oh, you should have waited Alyssa seriously 
Ooh. I mean, I love you, but should have just waited. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And then the other Project One ways, I mean, come on. Come on. You know those shows are great. I love it. I'm forced to watch them, but I, I love them. Okay, I like them. Get off me. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. I like them. And, and Tim Gunn, come on. Tim Gunn isn't great. Stop it. He's fantastic on Project Runway. It's fantastic. And plus, I, I mean, let's be honest. Between you and me, I am fashion. You know that. You know I am. Now, I know that, you know, some person named Coco Chanel, <laughs> whoever that is, said it first. But she said it because she knew I was coming along. Let's correct. I mean, I am fashion. That's all I'm saying. I am fashion. Got all kinds of stories to get to. Plus, I want. I got to get to the. I got to get to the. Oh, I have to. Have to get to the Oscars and get to the oh, the Golden Globes last week. Then we have to. We got. We got Obama pushing net neutrality. Can't have that. Just tell him to stop it. Because you know what that is? That's Obamacare on your internet. <laughs> How good has that been for you? Huh? Yeah. And Cadbury. Cadbury cream eggs. Less one egg in a box. Are you kidding me, Cadbury? Come on. Sheepies. What are you doing? This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it, 888-900-3393. If you'd like to participate, you can tweet me at JeffyMRA or my Facebook page, Jeffrey Fisher. We have got uh, an action-packed 30 minutes for you here on the Blaze Radio Network. And then right into another action-packed broadcast from Michael Pelka in Puro Pelka, immediately following this broadcast. And then another action-packed Saturday, all day long, so keep it right here on the Blaze Radio Network, BRN, baby. Wish I had a jingle. All right, we've got to head, we've got to get to some of these news stories that you just need to you kind of just need to keep in your head. Um, you know, Macy's uh, closing thirteen hundred stores, Target closing some stores in Canada. Yet the economy is still good. Venezuela banning lines, banning lines coming to a country near you soon. They've had all kinds of problems with shortages of goods, and of course Venezuela. Blames it on the U.S., but uh, they've also had trouble with people standing in line waiting for goods to show up at particular stores so that they could get it. And now Venezuela, they don't like the the, uh, media shots of people standing in line, so they're putting a curfew on, banning lines, and no, you can't stand in line uh, overnight to wait for your goods. So good luck getting your goods uh, coming to a country near you. Soon. From our God stories, uh, the little boy who claimed uh, he met Jesus in heaven 
during near-death experience is all made up. I did not die. I did not go to heaven. I said I went to heaven because I thought it would get me attention. And it did. And it did. Men who take selfies show psychopathic tendencies. You think? You think? Really? In technology, people separated from iPhones suffer psychological effects. Study finds. <laughs> yes, that's right. The study finds that people separated from their iPhones could suffer serious psychological and physiological effects. Could. Could suffer. Uh, done at the University of Missouri. i got to read some of the study. I should have actually read this. A simple word search puzzle saw increases in their heart rate, blood pressure. Uh, this research told participants that the purpose of uh, the subjects. It's a great study if you can hear, make out the words that I'm actually just mumbling to myself. Our findings suggest that iPhone separation can negatively impact performance on mental tasks. Uh, Russell Clayton, a doctoral candidate at the University School of Journalism and lead author of the study, said in a press release, additionally, the results from our study suggest that iPhones are capable of becoming an extension of ourselves such that when we're separated, we experience a lessening of self and a negative physiological state. Really? That's right. Singularity. Coming soon. We talked yesterday about uh, the little dingleberry com- uh, robot in your house. And every different companies, Amazon's got their little their little computer for the house. And then there's the, the other little, uh, I'm not going to look at the name of it now. Anyway, remember, don't forget what I talked to you about um, on this broadcast last year is that the study, the first really in-depth computer uh, robot study, deep inside the study, they said they found that people are okay with robots in their home as long as they know it's a robot. But when you start getting them to look more like people, when you try to realize, you know, you want them to look like humans, actual humans realize that something is off. And so they don't like it. They know, look, you know, it sits there and it looks human, but it doesn't react like a human. It doesn't uh, maybe slouch down right. It doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't kick the head back right. doesn't turn sideways, how it gets off the sofa, that kind of stuff. And people don't like that because it's not human. It's like, that's, that's not a human. What's, what's up with that? But if they realize, but if you keep it computer-driven so that they know that it's a robot, people are okay with it because then it's not human and they can separate themselves. So now what you need to do is exactly what they're doing, getting the singularity here, uh, is to introduce them into your home so that you're used to talking to them. You're used to having them there. You're used to helping talking so that when they are uh, look like humans, when they actually do get it to look like a real human and act and as close to human being as possible, um, they're already there. And maybe you don't even need to get to that. Maybe you get to, you know, iRobot. Maybe you get to that where they're human-ish, but they're still robots so that you can live with them and that's what they do. I mean, iRobot... Uh, 
while kind of turned out bad. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a little little thing. Uh, sure, the whole computer thought that the you know robots would be better, the world would be run better. Sure. <laughs> Never mind that. But the idea of it, actually, I mean, it was kind of cool. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do. I thought it was kind of cool. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. I know it's just me. All right, let's get to the. We've got. Oh my gosh. So we have a, we've had the People's Choice Awards already, right? We've had we've had the Golden Globes, and now we've got the Critics' Choice Movie Awards. I bad January, February, just action packed with award shows, so they can all just congratulate themselves. I love it, love it. All right, but the Golden Globes, and we've had the Oscar nominations. We got to go through a couple of those Oscar nominations. Big. Uh, you know, the Oscar nominations, uh, the black leaders in America are pissed. Uh, you know, it's not black enough. The Oscars are not black enough now. Um, the movie Selma was nominated for Best Motion Picture of the Year. That's, I guess, complaining that it's not black enough pretty much assures that movie to be movie of the year. But they, what do they do? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies. And I think they can actually nominate 12 or something. So they didn't nominate as many as they could. And so it's a smaller pool to choose from. But the Golden Globes really kind of upset me because the Golden Globes, huh, they've got motion pictures up, but then they go down and they have television as well. Golden Globes, Golden Globes, best actor in a TV series. Best Actress in a TV Series. Best TV Series Drama. Huh. Best Actress in a TV Series Musical or Comedy. Best TV Series Musical or Comedy. Best Actor in a TV Series Musical or Comedy. Huh. Best TV Movie or Miniseries. Best Actress in a Miniseries or TV Movie. Best Actor in a Miniseries or TV Movie. Huh. Best Supporting Actress in a Series, Miniseries, or TV Movie. Best Supporting Actor in a Series, Miniseries, or TV Movie. And what is wrong with this picture when you go through the nominees? Not not only did they didn't win, but you can't win unless you're nominated Walking Dead. Are you kidding me? The Walking Dead. One of the top shows on television is nowhere in the Golden Globes. Uh Uh-huh. What's wrong with this picture? And then I find out. I'm reading this and I'm getting upset. I find out. I reached out to him. Hopefully it will be a part of it. Maybe we'll do a a show uh, there. But coming up in Dallas, (laughs) Walker Stalker Con in Dallas, Texas, USA. I, I must go. I, I must go. Walker Stalker Con in Dallas. I must go. It's a must. It's a must. So <laughs> you'll get some updates on that. Okay, so best motion picture of, of the uh, – we've got the Critics' Choice this weekend. How exciting. I don't know. You know, award shows are kind of anticlimactic. I mean, I love them because I got to see what they think and you know what their ideas are and that kind of thing. But I just, you know, you just I can only take so much of the, the, hey, we're great kind of thing. So in March, in Dallas, 
Walker Stalker Con. And they got big guests there. We're going to try to, I got to try to be a part of that. And then you have the Oscar nominations, right? Now, so they mail them out and then uh, people uh, mail them back. So if they complain, like they did, not black enough, that pretty much ensures that people are going to vote for Selma, right? I mean, you have to. You got American Sniper for, this is for the best motion pictures. American Sniper, Birdman, which I have to see. Boyhood, I want to see that. The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, Whiplash. I mean, really, I should see all those movies. I, those, I have to see all those. Okay, Best Actor. Steve Carroll, Bradley Cooper, Benedict Cumberbatch, Michael Keaton, Eddie Redmayne. I mean... That's a tough call. Uh, best Supporting Actor, Robert Duvall, Ethan Hawke, Edward Norton, Mark Ruffalo, J.K. Simmons. I mean, okay, uh, Duvall is a mainstay in, you know, in Hollywood. But do you give it, I mean, Ethan Hawke and Edward Norton, Mark, I mean, these guys, are these are all tough. They do great work. Performance by an actress, best performance, Marion uh, Cotillard. Felicity Jones, Julianne Moore, Roseman Pike, Reese Witherspoon. Julianne won the Golden Globes. Ugh. Reese Witherspoon, Roseman Pike. She's a you know these are all stars. It's going to be tough for the Oscars. It's be exciting, but you know I mean really what you care about though I know that I gave you some of what you really care about uh, from the Oscars is really like achievement in visual effects, adapted screenplay, achievement in sound editing, achievement in sound mixing. I mean, those are the those are the biggies. Those are the ones that people really, really, really care about, isn't it? No, it's not. Really? Are you positive? Because visual effects and animated features and best sci-fi and best song and best soundtrack—they all are some of the really biggies. I mean, they, they really are some of the biggies. And another news. The Chicago Strip Club gets the Neighborhood Award for cleanliness. <laughs> My friends, America is great. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, joining myself and the rest of us here on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka, coming up right after this broadcast. And a little bit of Glenn Beck Weekend Rewind, get you get you caught up on what happened this week on the Glenn Beck Program. Then Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, and Joe Pags all live today on the Blaze Radio Network. So we could talk about the word of the year. We could talk about the CEO that quit his job, entrepreneurship still alive and well. We could talk about the airlines losing money for living people on the tarmac. But I really want to talk about someone tweeted me uh, last week or a week or so ago about a show on Netflix called Black Mirror which I had watched. And they said, hey, you ought to watch Black Mirror. So I thought, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. I put it on my favorites. And this week, uh, my wife, uh, my son had a big da- uh, 
scout thing. You know, I had a few hours. I thought, oh, I, well, maybe I'll catch the first episode of Black Mirror. It was really good. And it's kind of like the new, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll say the Twilight Zone for lack of a better example, but it was really it was it was just to set up uh, the the first show, and I, I haven't watched only watched one show. It was about the uh, the Prime Minister of England, and uh, he wakes up, and the princess, one of the princesses, the main princess for of royal of the royals, is kidnapped, and it is said the demand is that she will live if he has sex with a pig on live TV. Okay? And so they the the episode is them trying to figure out how to do it with not it not being him. Uh then it's how to not do it at all by finding the person. And then it ends up, you know, his wife, the the relationship between he and his wife obviously are are strained. And so he ends up doing it. Okay? Live TV. I mean, it's all the coordinates, the guy who did it now, and he does it on live TV and everybody, I mean, it's, it's this huge watch thing, uh, around the world. And he is like a God because he saves her life, right? He did it. He went on national television and he did it to save the princess's life. And he did. She is alive and she was set free. The guy who did it was an art guy who hung himself, left a note, said, you know, Hey, this was my piece of art, uh, my artwork for life, that kind of thing. Now. We find out in the end that uh, the, his security guy, his security lady, finds out that the artist, the artist, let the girl go thirty minutes before he actually did it with the pig. So he could never. She, she said, "We could never know that. Bury that news." And they go out, and they're all happy, happy, and his ratings are all up a year later. But they go into the house, and the wife won't even talk to him in real life. Very interesting. It was fascinating. It's called Black Mirror. It's up on Netflix. So just, you know, if the other shows are like that, I could actually get involved in watching Black Mirror. I hope they are. I hope they are. Anyway, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Anybody told you you look great today? No? Well, you do. You look fantastic. Except you're not really going to wear that all day, are you? I mean, this... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It looks good on you. Seriously. Peace. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.